Hi all, this is RV Empath here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, The Light. How are you doing? Welcome. It is March 28th, 2021, and we are going to have a look-see over the week that is coming up. We're going to look at the astrological aspects that are happening, the biggies. And then we are going to do a guidance card reading using the Osho Zen Tarot card deck. So I think we'll also do a little recap as to uh, last week. So let's just get right to it, shall we? Do, 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 Hmm. So recently we had some pretty big stuff happening. Last week we had Mars trine Saturn, Pluto quintile Chiron. We had a square between Mercury and Mars. Uh, recently, that is today, we had Venus. Quintile Pluto and Venus conjunct Chiron in Aries. There's a lot of Aries energy. Now Aries is a fire sign ruled by Mars and it's all about action, um, going toward goals, passion, energy. We could all use some energy. Oh, and by the way, Venus was semi-sextile Uranus today as well and the full moon was exact in Libra and the sun (laughs) um, it's this aspect is still coming up right now as I speak it will be exactly quintile Pluto so the sun in Aries is quintile Pluto in Capricorn all of that is was today is and was today the 28th of March so that is a jam-packed day peeps and all of these aspects are uh, positive for the most part quintiles I'm a little unsure about but generally I know it to be uh, talents and skills that we have on the inside that we are oftentimes not able to see as well as others who uh, look at us you know like our friends and people who know us oftentimes they can really pinpoint where our natural talents are much more so than we can isn't that ironic so it really behooves us to pay attention and to be more conscious of where our our talents lie and they can come to the forefront now again the sun is about our egos new beginnings our personal goals and um, Pluto is about transformation healing there's still a lot of that going on absolutely so keep working it this So last week was all about healing and work. (laughs) There was a lot 
having to do with um, Chiron, Pluto, Venus, lots of healing potential. Now, let's look over the week that's coming up. I'm sure that theme will continue because that is what it's all about, really. Working hard at healing ourselves. No joke. That will continue <laughs> for I don't know how long. Um, and it, it's a worthwhile pursuit, remember, because the healthier and the more calm and balanced we are, the better off everything is. Everything that we come in contact with. But why wouldn't you want to be calm and balanced if overall it's like a, a healthier, happier way to be? It's kind of like a no-brainer, right? Because I have lived a miserable life. I have. And uh, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. So I think striving to be as happy in a healthy way as possible is is beautiful I think it's it's um, a wonderful ideal to um, work for and why not why not we we should be you know where we should be as happy as possible and living our best lives as much as we can and that takes hard work it, it does but it's well worth it and um, and it's actually easier, I think, than, uh, than people might think. And what's the alternative? Right? Right. All right. Looking ahead. Tomorrow, we have the sun conjunct Chiron. So that's pretty big. And Chiron, remember, that's about transforming anger and rage. Both uh, the sun and Chiron are in Aries, ruled by Mars. <laughs> so... We can definitely get in touch with our inner wounds and, and pain and rage. Look, everyone has got something to be angry about, any number of things. So that's not the problem. <laughs> um, the problem is we all have too many things to be angry about in today's world. So pick something and work on healing it, okay, because it can be transformed. This is coming from someone who has historically had an anger management problem. You would not know it to look at me, particularly nowadays. I mean, oftentimes, because I do strive to be more calm and balanced, um, you know, looking at me, people who don't, who wouldn't know, wouldn't know. I mean, you wouldn't think, oh yeah, that chick is a rageaholic <laughs> because I don't appear to be so. But um, that doesn't really that doesn't really matter, though, does it? Mm -mm. And I have healed myself a lot, a lot. Uh, um, I think to the point where. I'm in some relative position of safety. I don't know if safety is the right word, but like a, um, a pretty strong sense of balance. 
That's not to say that I can't get angry and I can't, you know, start to redline, but, but I can catch myself and dial it back, shift, change the subject, leave the situation, go out for a walk, that kind of thing. Um, I don't foresee, I don't think I'd be able to just like lose it the way I used to. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to give hope (laughs) somehow, but there is hope. I mean, through um, being diligent and working and, you know, striving to heal, it is possible to change the way we react to things the way we um, think and feel and when things happen there's more of a there's more of a a gap of time where we can breathe you know before before oftentimes when it comes to anger issues it's just like snap reactions or there's there's a thought and immediate emotion and immediate action and that kind of thing it really takes um you know, some time to work on being calm and balanced where, where one is able to develop, um, there's like, um, an ability to sort of, um, calm down a little bit before the reaction happens or before the emotion, you know, takes over the mind and that kind of thing. Honestly, it is absolutely true. Anger issues can be healed. So I hope that was helpful for someone. Um, But the sun is conjunct Chiron and Aries tomorrow. So that is a great opportunity to work on healing uh, any kind of anger and frustration and pain issues. So work on meditation peeps and um, taking time to clear the mind every day. Every day, work on ways to be calm and balanced. I had to do it again. I had to do it twice. I miss it. (laughs) I miss saying that every day. So, also, uh, the sun is semi-sextile Uranus. There could be some kind of surprising how you doing when it comes to finances or... um, gosh, you know, because Uranus is in Taurus, it has been for a while. So that has to do with our morals and values, but it can have to do with beautiful things as well and possessions. So Uranus is unexpected change. Hmm. But semi-sextiles are positive. So yeah, if there's a positive unexpected change having to do with finances and how you earn your money. Yes, please. (laughs) Now, Mercury is also conjunct Neptune in the sign of Pisces. This is all tomorrow, the 29th. So, um, Mercury is the mind, how we communicate. Neptune is in Pisces. It rules Pisces. It can be very dreamy. It can have to do with spirituality. It can also have to do with addictions. And finishing up healing karmic energetic cycles. 
So you can use your mind and you can learn new things to help with that. I mean, that's all that's all really great. It all comes back to healing, doesn't it? And remember, um, connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good is enormously important to help with healing. Absolutely. And to help with being highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the 30th, which is Tuesday, we have Venus sextile Saturn. Venus is in Aries. Saturn is in Aquarius. Sextiles are positive aspects and um, in which we can use our skills and talents. So Saturn is about overcoming obstacles. It is about our work ethic. And Venus is can be about finances again and um, what we love social graces and harmony so see um, see what you can do to further yourself in a long-term goal or a career goal who you want to be in the world okay that's Tuesday and there's a semi-sextile on the same day between Mercury in Pisces and Jupiter in Aquarius. So Aquarius is really emphasized on Tuesday. And that is innovative ideas. That can be like networking. It can be a certain kind of rebellious energy. Um, but it's uh, very creative in its own way. And you've got Saturn and Jupiter there like working together which is awesome Jupiter is the great benefic good luck planet expander so good good things can happen so far all of these aspects are positive conjunctions team up and amplify the energies that are at play but um, there you know it's nothing very stressful or difficult yet <laughs> in the week okay so on the 31st we have a, a semi-square between mercury and uranus and that's a small version of a square no biggie but it can ask for some sort of action on our parts again it's about the mind how we communicate and uranus can be unexpected change so that is um, Wednesday. It is the 31st. Let me just double check. Yeah. Of March. And on Wednesday as well, we've got Uranus semi-sextile Chiron. Okay, well, that's great. If you have any stress or frustration from that semi-square between Mercury and Uranus, you've got a positive energetic flow between Uranus and Chiron. And Chiron is, again, the wounded healer transforming anger and rage. But because it's there's a semi-sextile um, that is a smaller positive aspect, because that's there, there's potential for healing. Do, do, do. And then the sun is sextile Saturn. This is all on the 31st. Lots of positive aspects this next week. 
So there is potential for having some kind of breakthrough when it comes to personal goals, long-term goals, relationship to authority, um, our work ethic, overcoming obstacles. So look for it. Energy is there to be harnessed, right? To move forward in positive ways. That's Wednesday. Thursday, April 1st, we've got Mercury semi-square Saturn. Uh, again, a small version of a square. So we may have to take some sort of action when it comes to what we learn and um, working again, Saturn our work ethic, nose to the grindstone, work it, work it, work it. Do, do, do. Now, Mercury keeps popping up, and Mercury is in Pisces um, this next week. So, Pisces again, very spiritual, sensitive, creative. Make sure you're not doing too much of the escapism, procrastination, laziness. Be on the lookout for that. Now, the 2nd, April 2nd, is Friday. Mercury is sextile Pluto. So Mercury in Pisces is sextile Pluto and Capricorn. Again, this whole week is jam-packed with sextiles and semi-sextiles, but those are aspects in which we can use our known skills and natural talents to seize some sort of opportunity for ourselves. Pluto's about transforming our shadow side stuff. Phoenix rising from the ashes, it can be about death and rebirth, life cycles, endings, beginnings. Um, that's in Capricorn, which again is about work 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 it who we are in the world our long-term goals career relationship to authority including ourselves so um think about that think about how you can heal and transform something when it comes to power and control issues this is on Friday. Now, Saturday, April 3rd, we have Mercury again, conjunct, uh, moves into the sign of Aries. Mm, so it leaves the sign of Pisces and moves into the sign of Aries on Saturday. So the big kind of play is this next week, I think, definitely Mercury finishing up its time in the sign of Pisces. Sometimes planets can express themselves more loudly and strongly before they switch signs. So that has a lot to do with what we're learning, what we digest and put back out into the world, uh, how we communicate, how we think. So think about that and then um, again I just want to remind you March 30th we have that that uh, positive aspect with Jupiter and Jupiter's an expander Jupiter's in Aquarius 
and uh, Saturn shows up a few times as well as Pluto so hey keep on working it keep on working it what else can I say I think we all need kicks in the butt from time to time I know I do <laughs> so easier said than done but as much as possible let's uh, keep at it all right and that is that's a general overview of this next week let me just look at um, I just want to look at things from a different view point dur, dur, dur. Ooh. also on the 29th we have a trine going on pointed at the Sun conjunct Jupiter actually so Chiron is at 8 degrees the Sun's at 9 and Venus is at 10 <laughs> and then that will change this is I'm currently looking at noon uh, 12 p.m. on March 29th which is uh, tomorrow Monday so tomorrow's also special because I can see a trine showing up here right in the um, yeah so okay there's extra energy there's good energy to be had because that overview I gave of the week those are all exact aspects that come to pass but what is important to keep in mind is that things are still conjunct even when they're not exactly conjunct the energy can be felt before and after anywhere from uh, a, a few days a day or a few days to a few weeks or and even months when it comes to the real biggies um, some would say uh, years too depending but um, at any rate there's a nice positive trine forming between Chiron conjunct the Sun conjunct Venus and Saturn okay those are, first of all those three are in Aries okay there's sextile Saturn in Aquarius Saturn in Aquarius is trine the North Node in Gemini and then and the north node in Gemini is conjunct Mars actually it's at 12 degrees and Mars is at 15 so they're sharing energy and then they are sextile back to Chiron Sun Venus in Aries so there's all of those things are sharing energy tomorrow which is great really good Mars and Saturn you can make things happen and Venus and the Sun I mean this is it's pretty cool so yeah work it so that trine is still happening on uh, Tuesday work it work it work it it is still there <laughs> um, okay wait do 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 it is happening all week wow 
Wowee. That is a big trine. Okay. Cool. So that is what I'm going to leave you with for the week because that is very powerful. It is there all week. Let me just, let me look at this some more. Wow. Okay, so this is a fantastic week to focus on Chiron conjunct Sun conjunct Venus and linking that up with Saturn in Aquarius and uh, linking that up with the North Node conjunct Mars in Gemini. It's a very uh, powerful trine happening here. And um, like I said, I'm doing an overview. I'm looking at the the astrological wheel, like the whole wheel. And it is, it is um, significant. So, make it happen, peeps. All right. Again, just one more time to let you know. Chiron, conjunct the sun, conjunct Venus. It's a stellium in the sign of Aries. That is the apex. So those, they are connected in the positive energetic aspects to Saturn in Aquarius and the North Node conjunct Mars in Gemini and Saturn in Aquarius and the North Node conjunct Mars are trying to each other. So there's, it's all positive energy flow. So this is great for work, energy, directed movement, goals, life path, healing. It's all there. Awesome. All right. Now I will move to the um, cards. I'm going to take a moment to bless and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. Take a moment to do some conscious breathing. Um, meditate for a moment. I will be back shortly. Thank you. All right, I'm back. So insight into this next week. Please uh, flip the card out entirely. Insight as to how to best, what to focus on when it comes to um, making good use of that trine energy. 
Chiron conjunct Sun conjunct Venus. Okay, what do we have here? Wow. King of Swords. Control. Okay. Alrighty. Well, King of Swords is um, detached from emotions. Very logical. Very um, organized, I would think. And, uh, gosh, you know, this... This card is very interesting because it features, it's very rigid, it's very cold, it features sharp edges. Um, there's like a seat, like a throne, and um, the figure in it has like turned into a metal, metallic kind of steel throne, right? And um, his fists are balled up, and there's, like I said, sharp corners and edges so it's like a very some of the cards in this deck can be kind of intense particularly when it comes to the swords um, now control it's interesting because we don't really have a lot of control in this life except to just try the best that we can to be the best version of ourselves and um, and perhaps to to keep trying and um, do our best to sort of um, choose how to react to things instead of just unconsciously reacting. So um, we can control our choices. We can control a little bit how or like what we choose to focus on and um, think and feel. I mean, once once you realize that there is a possibility of even being able to control that, because a lot of people don't realize that. Um, but yeah, King of Swords is being very logical, detached from emotions. So maybe, you know, think about that be conscious of that um, when it comes to moving forward with all this healing right because I asked oh how can we best use the Chiron Sun Venus like that positive energy with Saturn and North Node Mars conjunction maybe detach from emotions because Chiron when it comes to healing pain and rage it it might be helpful to be able to approach that with a little more logic and um, groundedness instead of, I mean, I think in order to heal, that's necessary. You can't, you can't heal pain and anger with the same mindset as, as the pain and anger itself, you know, um, it's important to approach it differently so okay what else when it comes to this king of swords um, control what what else is there to know or what can be used for positive healing when it comes to this Mm -hmm. All right, Six of Swords. 
the burden. Six of Swords is uh, getting out of rough waters, getting to a calmer, brighter place, the light at the end of the tunnel, it is coming out of the worst of it and starting to enter calm waters. It is being guided. It can be guidance from God, universal energy, guard, guardian angels, um, guidance from divine energy blessings. Okay, so look for that. And I, I've never really kind of resonated with the, the Osho Zen version of this card. It features climbing, um, uh, some individuals like climbing a mountain. <laughs> it features a rooster on, on uh, a guy's head. What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, he's clearly very wealthy. He's wearing like ornate clothes. And then he's riding on the shoulders of uh, a beggar, like very um, bedraggled, um, torn clothing. He looks exhausted. So this poor dude who is literally poor, he looks like he's in poverty, has this um, fancy schmancy guy on his shoulders. And then the, the guy has a rooster or on his head. <laughs> So talk about burdens. Yeah. Um, hmm. So maybe in getting through the rough, the rough waters, right? Getting through the rough situations that we are healing. And, um, you know, Six of Swords is known to be a, it's a positive card because it does mean getting through it, like getting through the worst. Be conscious of what you are carrying and put some of it down. Put it down if it can be, if it's not necessary. If, um, you know, if you've got someone on your back ordering you around <laughs> um, see what can be done to change it if uh, your job's making you very unhappy go through the motions of starting to look for a new job connect with God universal energy your guides your guardian angels express what you want to change take the action to change it and then I mean that is absolutely necessary to make changes right you have to take the initiative you have to take the action so then start to look around for a new a new job new opportunities it can happen okay but it's up to us to want to change something but see if there's who you know who or what is riding your shoulders and ordering you around and see if it's um See if it's something that needs to be changed. And it can be as simple as personal boundaries. I mean, being able to communicate. This makes me comfortable. This makes me uncomfortable. Um, I don't, you know, appreciate um, this kind of communication. I would prefer, you know, this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean, right? Um, 
it's always good to be very very calm maybe that's the, the I mean being king of swords if you have to have any kind of confrontation being king of swords is a good way to go about it because king of swords it does not lose his shit <laughs> he's got it together um so very cool and collected and like in control in that way so um but if any confrontations need to happen just stating um you know stating what is on your mind in as kind and compassionate and calm a way as possible is like all that's necessary it is everything so I always think that is important to keep in mind is just do your best to just say say things um, calmly and compassionately and kindly right and then that helps so even when dealing with a situation with someone who's you know bossy and and um, uh, you know is someone that How do I put this? Uh, if there's any kind of like negative energy there. Um, being calm can only help. It can only help it. So that's something to think about. Okay. All right. Three, number three in the major arcana, the empress flipped out. This is creativity. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get out of the swords for a little bit. Um, this energy is beautiful, nurturing, new beginnings. Um, the Empress is also very Venus-like. It, uh, it can have to do with family, um, children, but also just overall health and prosperity and abundance and blossoming and blooming and reaching for the stars, stars in her hair rainbow colors um, she has all the qualities of all the queens so um, the empress is I mean it's a beautiful energy no no two ways around it any other cards for peeps to focus on in this next week King of Swords, Six of Swords, the Empress. Creativity. Think about how you want to create your life. We create our lives every day. Think about that. Because how you think and how you feel, that directs your actions, the actions that you take, and that makes up your very life. So think about. Live into a best life what is what is your best life you got to imagine it and you got to um, believe that you're worth it first of all in order for it to happen but it can happen and it does happen on the regular for many so this is a time to finish up old beliefs stuff that no longer works for us and like you know give birth
birth to our new versions of ourselves. So a whole chunk fell out here. Queen of Wands, sharing. Judgment card, beyond illusion. Seven of Pentacles, patience. Page of Swords, mind. And Two of Pentacles, moment to moment. Sharing, beyond illusion, patience, mind, moment to moment. Queen of Wands is very social, very gregarious, natural charmer, the hostess with the mostess. This uh, judgment card is absolutely um, forgiveness, forgiving, being forgiven, clean slate. It is being absolved. It's being able to start fresh. It is... Uh, connection with God, universal energy. It is, um, I mean, talk about rebirth. Wow. It is the butterfly coming out of the cocoon. And then the seven of pentacles card it features a woman, a pregnant woman. So there's a lot of symbolism having to do with um, rebirth new beginnings so this card is titled patience and seven of pentacles also points to reassessing things and making sure that you have a plan that's also very important not only picturing and being able to picture your best life and believing that you're worth it but making a plan an actual plan and working towards it However, in small ways, every day. Um, mind, making sure to put an air purifier up in her head because this is the card that has the smokestacks and the dirty air coming out of the, this being's head. This is a, some figure made out of wood and steel gears. and um, At any rate, uh, it's a very kind of tortured card. So make sure that your mind isn't torturing you. Like, life is hard enough. <laughs> we have to take it easy on ourselves as best we can. Um, so take time to clear the mind. And remember the importance of meditation. Whether it's just sitting and looking at the sky. Watching the clouds go by. Or what. Uh, listen to some music breathe you know but that's really really important and focus on what you're focusing on and, and make sure it's what you want and then two of pentacles is how we live our days moment to moment like I said um, the the actions we take every day make up our lives and that's what the the two of pentacles is really all about it's having that balance how we move within our day and um there's a Zen figure here, uh, like a Zen monk, stepping from rock to rock, and he's surrounded by beautiful rainbow-colored, like, energetic waves. It kind of, this card reminds me of Tai Chi. But think about how you move through your day and staying balanced. Two of Pentacles is also about balance. So how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. Watch how we think and how we use our mind. 
as we remain patient and uh, reassess things or continue making plans for what we want. Uh, look for ways to continue healing and connecting with God, universal energy and exploring forgiveness, forgiving ourselves. Um, look into Ho'oponopono, the Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness. And then sharing, sharing good energy, sharing um, kindness, compassion, being social. That's so important, especially as, you know, we are still very much in this worldwide pandemic. But being kind and learning like new ways of, of uh, being able to connect, that's super important. Okay, alrighty. I think we might be finishing up now. Let's see. Yeah, Nine of Cups is at the bottom of the deck. Laziness. Three of Swords. Isolation. Eight of Pentacles. Ordinariness. And the Moon. Past lives. So, make sure we're not being too lazy. Right? And then keep on working on healing our hearts. And, um, and isolation like I said, make sure that we're connecting and we're being social and celebrating in some way because that's really important. Um, but keep on healing our hearts and working. Eight of Pentacles is straight up working. Mastering something. And the moon, as always, is the unknown. <laughs> but this is titled Past Lives and it always reminds me to be aware of subconscious stuff stuff that happened before the age of five that can affect us as adults. It affects us our whole lives. Or it can until we take the time and effort to work on healing that. So look it up. Google, how do I heal subconscious wounds? Um, and that's a whole fascinating subject in and of itself. But the Nine of Cups is wish fulfillment there, peeps. So there's good stuff coming in. Absolutely. Look for the good. Okay? It's there. Well, I hope this was helpful for you. I have a little bit of an earache. So I may sound a little out of it, but um, I'm not feeling, you know, that great. So if you're picking up on anything, that is why. But... Um, you know, I just want to say, yay, go for it. Good for us all. Keep on keeping on. You can do it. And, you know, I'm in, I'm here. I'm in your corner rooting for you. I'm rooting for us all. And I think that's it for, for this week, but certainly stay tuned Tune in to next Sunday and hopefully I'll be a little more animated <laughs> and I'll, perhaps I'll have a subject like a little talk on some kind of subject having to do with healing, no doubt. Anyway, so again, I hope that was helpful and stay tuned for more. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.